Hello! And welcome to the Midas Touches. I'm your host, Chris Tuser, and this is Charlie Bradley. Welcome back to another episode of The Midas Touches. The last time we spoke to you guys, we were at our favourite day of the year. The 2000 guineas. It's happened. It's over for another year. But what a day it was. It rained from start to finish. But that didn't matter. (laughs) It never matters. It it genuinely could be like the worst. I think we actually had the worst weather it could ever be. Um, But it was an unbelievable day. Chaldean won, or Chaldean as others call him, won the 2000 guineas. And um, what a weekend. Morge on the Sunday, yeah. Via Sistina. We'll probably yeah. get to that. But yeah. um, first of all, the Saturday, did you have a good time? Mate, I did. I did. Despite the rain, and it really did try its hardest to, to ruin my day. Uh, I got a lot of comments on the day about being the wettest person at Newmarket. Um, I, I put on my linen suit, which I was wearing for the first time, uh, which turned out to be a bit of a mistake given the weather. Uh, I, I looked really pretty wet uh, and and felt wet as well. Um, so, but like, you did it, look it, wet. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone who saw any pictures would would know you looked that. Looked really, really wet. Um, no, mate. Everyone told me. So, yeah, I, I was well aware. Don't worry. We can insert a picture to the video here. Nice. Follow us. Yeah. No. Do do. Um, <laughs> I really was, but as you say, quite rightly, like it doesn't ruin the day and no. that is a sign of just an unbelievable day if yeah. you actually don't care i mean <laughs> like, like, like I, I, I actually i was thinking about this long and hard by myself whilst i was in bed the other night i was like, what actually makes the day and i realized it's it's it is the racing the racing's amazing mm. but it's actually the way that the course is set up mm. i think it's the dancing afterwards yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. an outdoor tent uh with a dj who just plays like classic dj yeah, bangers yeah. um yeah. and everyone is by that point like quite drunk and um it just makes for the the perfect recipe no. of, a, of, a, of an evening i think it's great and i like i do like um on i'll say i'll use the the word imp, uh, intimacy in like sort of inverted commas because obviously it's still a big event but like if you compare it to something like royal Ascot or or cheltenham it's very, very different. Yeah. It feels much quieter. We should be getting Newmarket to pay us to say this because we're so kind about them. We are very <laughs> complimentary. Uh, I know we're not endorsed by Newmarket Racecourse <laughs> or not. the Jockey Club. But we, we, we can be uh, <laughs> yeah. Newmarket Racecourse. If, if you're listening. <laughs> um, anyway, the, the racing itself, uh, Chaldean was mm. uh, a great winner, actually. Absolutely smashed off the board. Seven to one into seven to two. Mm. Uh, and went on one for Frankie de Tori. Great ride. Great bit of jockey cam footage. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't that actually. Released. No, yeah, no, it's pretty, pretty that. incredible. But yeah. he had to work hard to get past High Royal, uh, who was almost a shock yeah. winner. Imagine if that had won. And like, it was a bit of a point on the day where the low draw there yeah. was favourable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Royal Scotsman did very well to finish where he did, mm. given he was drawn high and, and, and was perhaps unlucky and running as well so yeah. he's definitely one to take out the race i think personally 
there was there was low numbers. I mean, like Galeron finished fourth, yeah. and, and that horse was drawn low as well, and was a big price. And Dubai Mile in fifth. Dubai Mile in fifth. So, a yeah. horse that actually I really like that form line. I was I was yeah. uh, backing that to place top four, so I was yeah. a little bit disheartened yeah. that he couldn't get in the in the in the four. But yeah, it was a bit of a crazy guineas, and obviously August Rodan completely bombed out dead last um whoops. whoops we got that a bit wrong um yeah that was tough to be fair i don't think aiden hasn't won a guineas for no Sorry, no 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 wait well, his three-year-old colts this year just don't look anything special if you compare to you know the years gone by yeah there's no standout there's no uh, the derby trials have happened and um, San Antonio didn't uh, uh, like blow me away. No, no, and that older horse finished well behind. But yeah, it's weird. Like he hadn't won a Guineas for is that his third year in a row or something like that? Is that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, he won with Love in the one thousand. I guess that's probably the most recent. Yeah, maybe. Actually, no, and he also no, had Mother Earth on. as well. Yeah, I was thinking Mother Earth was most recent. But but it's basically apparently it's been his longest run without winning a Guineas. I think. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, he usually has tons of shots and usually, you know, lands a couple. Is that right? Maybe lands that's one. Not right. Um, I can't remember. Anyway. But but the 1,000 guineas, the Sunday was... I mean, we, we previewed five races in our preview and the, the two that we got right were on the Sunday. Firstly, <sighs> Via Sestina. Yeah. Well, sorry, can I just go back to Friday as well where I know we said Nature was strong and we had to stick with him. But I did flag Mutasarbeck as a big danger at Newmarket yeah. and at the price. Can't necessarily claim it, but we did see that coming to an extent. Um, so, so yeah, we weren't we weren't wrong on that necessarily. No. Nature Trail ran all right. But Via Sestina on the Sunday was a huge, huge wide margin win. For Jamie Spencer Mate, and George Barry, in. I tipped. I tipped her eight. Went off eight five to, to two, nine to four. Right? Yeah, I tipped her up eight to one on the podcast, um, which is pretty good. I mean, that was just a great bit of placement, really. I think she loved the ground, and yeah. um, I mean, it was never really in doubt. Luckily, Jamie Spencer didn't do any Jamie Spencer heroics and try yeah. and like hold her up. Well, I said, I said Bowie's placed this one well already. Uh, that win in Toulouse, <laughs> I thought was taking. Yeah, you we know, didn't even to, know they were racing in Toulouse. Yeah, to put her out there. And then he's come here and given this one just a great go, another win back on back on home turf. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and mate, then, that was a good one. And then the big one, the 1,000 guineas on the Sunday. She did it. Yeah. Morge won. Brilliant. I mean, it was it was one of the, yeah, it, it it felt pretty special to see her and Tahira go like seven lengths clear, oh, and amazing. for Morge to be able to battle it out was definitely validation for, um, you know, doing research, loving horse racing, mm-hmm. doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wins like those that really do get you going. Yeah. Um, and you know, she looks like she could be a proper contender all year in the big group once i think i i think they're probably right not to go for the oaks yeah and just keep her over the mile she looks great she was you know six furlongs last year um and uh stepped up to the mile she looks great get her at royal ascot um mate she, she was and i thought that race was just like a really good like the 2000 that i i wasn't so um taken by though chowdine was good but like that 1000 where two class fillies drew clear 
in in Tahira and Morge and just had a ding dong battle to the line um, where either one could have won at various points, yeah. and and that's like brilliant to see. Um, I think Tahira is probably the horse to take out the race. Like she's obviously so good. You I know, mean, she hadn't had a run. She hadn't had a run. Dermot Wells said she was two weeks behind where they would have liked her. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, admittedly, you said that after the race. Hindsight's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and I'm still surprised you didn't put her to the Irish Guineas because that would have yeah. been four weeks later, and she would probably would have been prime for it. But you know, good on him for taking a shot. Um, and it was great to see her over yeah. over here. So still, she's got a great future, still so. winless in the Guineas though. Damn it, wild. I know, that, you know, I know. New market. So. Yeah, but but she can still go on to on to very good Definitely. things. Step up in trip as well. Poor Will Hurd robbed his <laughs> granny in vain, and his granny's not gonna be happy with him either. So. Well, she's got no money. Yeah, and to hear her, <laughs> he couldn't even pay her back. No, I mean, yeah, God, a thought for for Will uh, on Will's, this evening. No, a thought for Will's granny, <laughs> mate. Come well, on. yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, let's look ahead though at the racing this weekend. We've already had. Two days of York action, which has been incredible to watch. We had the Foxes win the Dante today, which mm-hmm. we uh, suggested was a great each way shot to well, nothing you, on Twitter. You did, you well, did. Yeah. Uh, you saved my and bacon there a bit because I, I changed the, t- the tip to Liberty Lane because I thought she was good value. I th- or he was good value, rather. T- to be fair, I think Liberty Lane actually is going to be really good. They, they were going about 40 miles an hour for the first four furlongs. He was never going to stay no, uh, the distance no. and actually still traveled until like the two pole yeah, and then just, just, just faded flat. late, which yeah, was going to happen. Yeah, but I think yeah. Liberty Lane definitely wanted to keep an eye on. Fair enough. Um, but we're, we're going to look at four races at Newbury uh, this weekend, this Saturday. Obviously, the headline is the Lockinge, but mm. the first race on the card, the 150. Um, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong days racing. Um, it is the 150 though yes uh, is the the Carnarvon Stakes where we've got Noble Style in as favourite for Charlie Appy William Buick Aesop's Fables Aidan O'Brien 5-1 to one. Shaquille who was successful at the on the Guineas card 11-2 to uh, Rabar is 12s Rumstar 14s Desert Cop 16s Rousing Encore 28s Lady Hermana is 50s um, I mean, Noble Star is clear on ratings, right? Seven pounds clear on ratings. Uh, four runs ran reasonably well in the Guineas, given that was a you know stepping up in trip by two furlongs, and uh, you know you've got to think has a good chance here, no? It's the weirdest thing. Like I was looking at this only an hour earlier. And and there were still a few horses in here. Maybe it was only one horse that I liked that's gone. Um, uh, uh, anyway, well, I liked a horse called Trillium. I was willing to forgive her um, a couple of bad runs because she's had some good form and she's clearly quirky. But that she's is, not running, so that doesn't matter. Yeah, mate, that's literally <laughs> completely by the by because she's not even turning up here. That is a shame, though. You must have been looking a while back, like this, like this morning, because I it would have pro- been before Dex, no? no yeah but that's the weirdest thing i promise you i was literally just looking and like i just brought up the page anyway it doesn't matter right so um i will then just say yeah noble style we were saying like how is this horse evens yeah like that's actually kind of ridiculous i mean 
it's clear that the drop back to six is going to suit. Um, we said in our Guineas preview, and I think even in our in our season preview, our flat season preview, that Noble Style, the the upper limit of this horse's distance threshold will be one mile, and and that like the very very upper limit. I don't think he'll be seen to best effect in a mile. So to to put that, you know, to then put that. 2000 guineas race into that context he ran a huge race in yeah. in fifth um yeah i agree and so he's stepping back to six here again um he has got some brilliant form as a juvenile uh was was in fact unbeaten and then put it away um mid-summer um i think evens is 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 a good price here honestly i like i look through the field shaquille is uh, definitely an improver but julie camacho you know is not having winners um otherwise i could pick holes in the rest so yeah i mean like evens for a horse this this one's definitely a group one horse yeah uh, and the rest are not so i mean he should be he should be winning a listed race quite i think he's gonna I, I would be seriously surprised if he didn't win this very easily yeah um i think the others are just you know group three class at best Noble Star is a group one performer. Mm. Um, you know, they would have thought that they're going to have a tilt at the um, the Commonwealth Cup. He's six to one in the market at the moment, 14s for the St. James's Palace. But yeah. I don't think they're going to go for the, uh, I don't think they're going to go for the St. James's Palace after he wins this by four lengths. Right, um, uh, yeah, I mean, look, you can't, you just can't look at the rest of them. Like, like Aesop's Fables got beaten by, by, um, a horse of Jesse Harrington's got been six lengths by a horse of Jesse Harrington's that had only won a maiden. Yeah. Um. Prior to that, like, yeah, I just I couldn't find an angle to take this one on. R- Rabar may be good, but I mean, done all the running on on all weather, and that one turf run was was a loss. So you wouldn't take a chance Eat there. The evens, I think, is yeah. the uh short answer yeah let's go 225 is the next race that we're going to look at the al Rayan stakes registered as the aston park stakes it's a group three year beer is the favorite uh 15 to 8 hascoy fours isra 15 to 2 kamari's eights garcy who i saw on debut <laughs> ages ago at lingfield is nines Bolshoi Ballet, 11s, how he's fallen from grace, having been 11 to 8 favourite for the derby, we mad, were saying. Mad. And Old Herovian, who is the roughy at 12s. Pretty weird race, this, really. I mean, mm. we, we both found it very hard to, to find an angle. We wanted to cover it, but I think we'd be fools if we were trying to say to anyone to put money on this with confidence because the only two that have had runs... Uh, or the three that have had runs, Old Herovian, Bolshoi, Ballet and Kamari, seem way off the form of the others, but the mm. others haven't had a run. Um, and Yabir last year was was beat. I mean, yeah, had a couple of runs, uh, or run in Maidan, um, whereas only beat a neck, but then was beat in Newmarket. So I think maybe Yabir will take a, a couple of runs to get going this year. Haskoy, good form behind Elder Elderov, but potentially looks... Um, slightly junior um and then isra you know won the royal london not the royal london the The better victor london gold cup last year so it's got a bit of course form but i don't know it's a difficult race i i I really couldn't um couldn't recommend anyone put much on this race no Um, no 
Uh, yeah, I, I do completely agree. I think Yabir is the class horse in this race. Um, and I, I do take the point on him losing uh, first time out last season, um, which he also incidentally did the year before as well behind Alinka and Aliyar uh, in that really hot sand down um, classic trial. Um, so yeah, I, I, and he lost on debut as well, his first ever run. So yeah, I mean, he he's he would be a big question mark uh, first time out. The only thing I might say about that um, in contradiction is this would obviously be a lot easier, right? Than, than his previous assignments. Definitely. Um, that, that Sandown race proved to be a very good race. There were two Group 1 horses in there. Um, and then, you know, first time out last season was the Shima Classic and he finished a neck. So, it, you know, if you, if you take a punt on him being fit... Um, and yeah, he hasn't been seen since July of, of last year. If you take a punt on that, then maybe 15 to 8 looks pretty good for, for the for the class horse in this race. But I would not be getting involved just for the for the fact that he hasn't had a run yet. So, there are yeah, better yeah. two to one shots out there than than, well, than year beer yeah. after not having a run for almost a year. There are t- there are two um, there are better two to one shots with uh fewer unknowns attached to their name well done great grammar charlie um let's move on then with no recommended bet in the 225 to the three o'clock mm-hmm. which is the bet victor london gold cup um desert hero is our favorite nine to two for haggis exoplanet who has as i said when we were looking earlier been supported in uh the last kind of 20 minutes Roger Varian, 11-2. Royal Rhyme, 6-1, who won on the last race of the Guineas meeting. Uh, Bertinelli, 8-1 uh, to one for the O'Briens. Bold Act, 10s, alongside Liber Power. 14s for Have Secret. Loyal Touch is also 16s. Uh, Silver Sword, Mr. Mistoffelees. Let's just leave it there for now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Exoplanet seem to have a fascinating bit of form at Newbury, at the track, behind military order. Roger Varian's forms Roger Varian's form at the start of the season was very, very average. He's now seemed to come into it. He's had a few winners. It's still not up at the levels we expect from Roger Varian, uh, but it's improved. And this one got close behind military order, who's favourite for the derby. So uh, also in addition to that chess piece, was behind Exoplanet that day and won off 96 at York pretty takingly I thought was always going to get there under Ryan Moore today um, so clearly the markets found Exoplanet who did you find in the market well we were talking about earlier I think it is quite taking looking through the list of previous winners uh, in the last few years of this race and it's pretty clear that good horses win this race um, Isra won it last year as we said uh and is obviously now going in a group three on the card this time round. um we had bay bridge win it was it the year before the year before and then uh who was the year before that time test time won test. it ages ago for wasn't the year before though for for um for connections <laughs> no, um, no, it was it's judgment horse time test yeah uh, anyway, we'll get back to you on I that. I don't know. Um, yeah, so it's clear I think a good horse uh, wins this. 
in which case you'll probably be looking at let's say the front five in the market maybe um do you remember Libra power by the way well that was the one that absolutely cruised up it got smashed up in the back. There was that guy who had like 50k on it. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do, I do. I do. Uh, on a random night at Kempton. Random. Uh, anyway. my favourite night. Sorry. Um, I'll get back to it. Yeah, I think a good horse will win this. I like Desert Hero actually looking at the form of some of that. Um, from last year, he finished third in a in a group three at Sandown on only a second run. That was in behind Silver Knot. So that's not good form, though. I don't think I, I'm really happy to take on the Silver Knot form now. I look at Silver Knot form and I go, ugh. <laughs> well, again, maybe not the Silver Knot form, but his debut, he beat Captain Winters, who's who's won a listed race since. Um, okay, mate. Clearly not fancying that one. So, um, right, but no, I mean, look, I think the form's nice, but. I really like the look of Bertinelli in this. And we did speak about this and you kind of said Aiden hadn't had a winner in this race for a while, which is fair enough. Not really sure he's been bringing over. But Bertinelli's form in behind Older, who we did mention earlier actually on the pod, um, uh, as to coming behind San Antonio in the the D stakes at Chester. Um, that was key good form there, um, backing up this Bertinelli run from Cork. Um, obviously, Aiden O'Brien's pretty impossible to beat at Chester these days. So for for Older to finish close up for Donica O'Brien was was obviously impressive. Um, serious challenge has got some good form with with some of the Derby hopefuls. Um, that um, Spruill, the the Jesse Harrington. I, horse. I think it's got a great chance. Really, really leading chance. I think Sproul looks Sproul looks close. Oh, sorry, Sproul for the Derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I form lines I wouldn't there. disagree. I think there are a few in the mixer at the moment. Uh, one of them being White Birch as well, who who ran today, yeah. uh, and and Serious Challenge has form ties with that one as well. So the the Cork race there is clearly pretty good. And if Bertinelli's coming in here off a mark of ninety nine. I'd say that's pretty competitive for, you know, a horse that's run against group performers um, on his last start. So I definitely he thought he was of interest uh, and fits the type of profile that you would see for a winner of this race. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I like that one. But I don't know what you think if you've got well, a different angle. No, I, I, I think, to be honest, um, Exoplanet's probably the one that I'd be supporting off mm-hmm. 97. Um, I think... Roger Varian's won this race a few years ago. I like the form behind military order. I think that's the form line to go off. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for me, Exoplanet, I think will give give you your running. It's a big field, so it kind of might be depend a bit on luck and running. Um, but, you know, Jack Mitchell's got a good ride in him. He's not necessarily the best jockey out there, but he's got a good ride in him. So yeah, I, I'm not like, overly confident on exoplanet but that would be my selection in the race if i was i had a gun to my head um but (laughs) as i've said so far from the first three races i think noble style like just just have a little touch on that yeah yeah so Um, you you're taking exoplanet on that silver knot form from last year yeah but that was too bad to be true (laughs) that was too bad to be true we we this thing got absolutely pumped by silver knot who who, if we can get a clip up of you saying how much you hate Silver Knot, he was awkward. And at, then I've I watched watched the race. It was he broke Jeez. broke very badly, and the trainer 
uh, said that that was the reason for the poor performance afterwards. You're pretty fickle, aren't you? Let's move on to the Lockinge stakes at 3.35, the big one, the Group 1. First Group 1 over the mile for the older horses this year in the UK, which is an amazing thing. Um, Modern Games (laughs) is 11-4 to favourite for Appleby Buick. Laurel, who is one of your horses to follow yeah. for the season, is second favorite, seven to two. My, Pros- My Prospero, nine to two. Mutabarsek, sevens. Jadumi, eights. Light Infantry, tens. Let's leave the market there. How do you see this one? The Lockinge Stakes. Who wins? Mate, I'll leave it. I'll leave it to you first because I will give uh, a little outside fancy, I think. But I, I think you probably have the strong selection in this race. So, yeah. so take it away. Well, uh, it's difficult to... I, I looked at some trends and I found that 11 out of the last 11 winners of this race were rated over 115, which counts out quite a few of the runners in the field. 11 out of 11 of the last winners had also had over six runs on the flat. Uh, now, this counts out our friend Laurel, who's your fancy, but also the second favorite in the race at quite a short price. So quite interesting that I know that John Gosden's had very good form recently with his fillies, but, but that is a negative two of those 11 out of 11, hundred percent stats against Laurel. Um, It leaves you with a a smaller field and my Prospero would be one that I'd be really interested in, but I didn't have that run at Ascot because of a dirty scope. Mm. And, Although they may have got some work in terms of proper work between Ascot or the intended date and this, uh, I do think that that's a negative. And I really wouldn't want my prospect to have any negatives if running up against modern games. Mm. Muta Barsek, I think, is a very good horse, but mostly at Newmarket and caught Native Trail last time in a small field off the front end, which works at Newmarket. Yeah. Uh, light Infantry was fancied actually in that race um i heard some good whispers for light infantry but uh i think will be held on form by my selection which is modern games at the top of the market who i think is incredible i i would say that that last year run behind baid at goodwood Mm. that is the trump piece of form in this race um charlie appleby will be very keen to get another group one into modern games is pedigree by debawi um out of a new approach mare Mm-mm. like the breeding doesn't get much better than that half sister um, to our friend morge yeah it's half brother rather i mean it's uh you know modern games is a proper horse and um i think that i think he could win this pretty well actually i if i had a bet over the whole weekend i'd uh have a double on noble style and modern games who do you like the godolphin fab double <laughs> punchy inventive <laughs> original um, but i but I, I actually think that is yeah i think that's no i may i may i think i think that's, you're completely right to think that uh and and i don't i don't doubt that that can come through for you um i i agree with a lot of what you said i think um modern games is a bit of a sort of globe trotting superstar for this stable um they usually just have one horse that goes and does that for them. Uh, well, I'm sorry, that's not strictly true, but they going over to America, they just choose one to sort of chuck over there every now and then, and, and then that horse will go there uh, and try and sweep up all the all the prize money. Um, 
in this instance it's modern games um i think partly because this horse is just sort of bred to to suit any sort of running style um and and is very sort of uh easy to win races with in theory like you you know rarely runs a, a bad race um so yeah that that's probably why um th- this one's gone sort of globe trotting and back on home t- home turf I, I think there's definitely a lot to be said for his chances um at a really big price and you did mention it uh and obviously your your stat on the official ratings doesn't necessarily help this one but uh i thought berkshire shadow was pretty massive at 40 to 1 the best yeah. price you could get about that one um i i think the conditions for this day should suit berkshire shadow um i mean Amal looks his best trip now. Um, he has won at the course before. Um, I mean, it was his debut, but but he's still won here. Um, and the ground should be should be coming up good for him as well. Um, he's definitely sort of come back to form. I think uh, over the winter on the all weather with a couple of wins. One in front of Angel Blur, which is which is good form. I think, uh, and that was an enlisted. Uh, obviously, def not not the quality of this race, but. He he could well run into a place at a big price. Um, you know, it's, it's worth remembering he he came fifth in the two thousand guineas last year as well. Yeah, uh, which was a massive run uh, on the straight on the straight uh, mile uh, and a, a close sixth in the St James's Palace Stakes behind I, my Prospero. I was on him. Well, uh, away, yeah, really? yeah, 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 yeah. I was on him each way. Um, and, and that was which behind didn't my Prospero. Yield anything? But that was behind my Prospero. <laughs> it was close. Man. He, um, yeah you know that form he's 40 to 1 my prospero is currently 9 to 2 yeah and he's had runs my prospero hasn't sheen murphy's in good form i think that's a big discrepancy um it so, is and angel blur you know angel blur came out and won the other day so so yeah at the prices i think Berkshire shadow has a sniff um you do see i think the lockinge tends to be won by a very good horse but yeah. You do see some bigger prices finishing in close behind. Um Chindit was twenty to one last year in third. Um I was trying to think, is it Sabaska? There was a horse that it's not Sabaska. Yeah, yeah. Sabaska was no. Sabaska was uh running big prices at Asker. I, I fancied Sabaska each way for this last year. Um I think ground's interesting. Jadumi's not gonna like the would prefer a bit of cut. I think light infantry is probably at his best when there's a bit of cut in the ground as well. So yeah, I mean I think Modern Games has got a really good shout and I wouldn't put anyone off having a little swing each way at Berkshire Shadow. Um, I love Andrew Balding and Ashim oh, Murphy is the best jockey around. It was Lady Beaufort that I was actually thinking who ran in a big price, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a great race, the lock-inch. Um, something to really get your teeth stuck into. Yeah. And I think, you know, sneaking one of those bigger prices into the frame would be very very satisfying absolutely that um, is that's all from the the racing at Newbury on saturday are there any others you like across the card or anything else you want to mention about anything about anything uh there are a couple of things actually got a few exciting announcements one is i'll be at Newbury on saturday um i'm going my granny which i'm very excited about uh we did the same last year and it was a lovely day. Obviously, managed to see uh, the amazing Baid, which was which was brilliant to see him in the flesh. He's a, a the proper incredible racehorse, Baid. a proper racehorse. Um, 
and it was beautiful sunshine as well so it was a, it was a really great day more of the same this year uh, fingers crossed anyway um and yeah so if you are on course and want to say hi to me then please do if you want to um avoid me i'll probably be hanging around the sort of main stand so don't go there <laughs> that's a, it's a big it. area to avoid <laughs> at quite a crucial place yeah or the paddock don't go into the paddock yeah. either i'll also be there um or, or you know trackside so do yeah probably don't turn up if you don't want to see me just stay by um, the beer machines which are really good in yeah room. yeah uh so that's one thing second thing is i managed to bag a, a glastonbury ticket oh. earlier today um which is hugely exciting news obviously um i will be going this year for the first time uh massively excited uh i think of all the people announced so far in the lineup uh lizzo is my number one um it's about damn time <laughs> very good reference um so yeah mate that's just yeah i'm buzzing everything life's good at the moment mate life's it's about good. damn time you got yourself a glastonbury ticket yeah i'm very yeah. happy that you're going to be there um we won't be podcasting next week because i'm away yes you are. which means we won't be podcasting until after the premiership rugby final mm-hmm. in which sale sharks take their place at the seat of champ at the table of champions for the first time since 2006 i think when they won a uh, huge day for the curry brothers obviously absolutely gutting that ben was Man, injured in the shock, semi shocking. in a very unnecessary manner um but you know, it's going to be an incredible day and I seriously hope that Sale win. We'll both be there with our... Oh, I'm, you're not going to be there. You're Irish guineas, aren't you? I'm, I'm going to be there with my Sale shirt on. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that they can get over the line. Absolutely, mate. I just just hope I hope they do it. Um, yeah, I know. I'm just gutted for Ben, but, you know, there'll be there'll be other times. There'll be other times and, you, yeah. you know grow stronger for these for these moments yeah i think so still long long careers ahead of those two guys who were guests on the podcast <laughs> early on in the career i don't know how we got them on um anyway that is all for this week it's been fantastic yeah, hopefully yeah. A, a sea of blue on both odds checker and the winners board as Godolphin could clean up yeah, at newbury yeah, this weekend Uh, That is all from us, though. It's a goodbye from me, Tris. And it's a goodbye from me, Charlie. Goodbye.